0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chap's reports on these important issues.
1: The Supreme Court lets stand a ruling to let girls shower in a boys' locker room in high school. We have the best interview of the year. Laura Beth Perry has come out of the transgender movement, and Stephen Black has a Exodus ministry. we discern the spirits and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have the best interview I've done in at least a year. Laura Beth Perry is a woman who came out of the transgender movement because Jesus rescued her. But first the news. The Supreme Court has ruled, according to LifeSite News, that schools must allow girls to shower in the boys' locker room and vice versa. The US Supreme Court announced Monday that it will not consider an appeal of a lower court ruling by the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals that had allowed a biologically female former student, Gavin Grimm, who now pretends to be a man, and he has somehow a constitutional right to use male bathrooms in a public high school. Virginia's Gloucester High School had appealed and was denied by the Supreme Court. And this leaves in place a horrible victory for transgender redefinitions, according to the federal non-discrimination rules. Gavin Grimm, who is a liar, who claims to be a man, is actually a young woman and a graduate of Gloucester High School who rose to prominence after challenging the school's restroom policy way back in 2014. Well, the school board initially tried to accommodate her as a young woman who was confused about her gender by letting her have her own private restroom. But no, Grimm demanded access to the boys' locker room and the same restrooms that male students use. In 2018, there was a ruling by Judge Arenda Wright Allen, who sided with the confused teenager, ruling that the policy, quote, classified Mr. or Mrs. Grimm differently on the basis of his or her transgender status, according, accordingly subjected him or her to sex stereotyping." End quote. The school board appealed, but Allen rejected, the judge rejected the school board's argument that gender is actually a physical reality rather than a social construct. The school board then appealed the case to the Fourth Circuit in September of 2019 in Richmond, Virginia. And that panel, a three judge panel sided with the confused teenager last April. Now the Supreme Court rule weighs in, right? And of course they declined the case. Only two of the nine justices apparently wanted to hear the case. Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito, the conservatives, maybe the only two conservatives on the bench, ruled to hear the case and the other ones did not. That includes Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett. All of the Trump appointees did not want to hear this case, did not want to make it right, and we're disappointed in them, although we had initially supported President Trump in their nomination. But CNN noted that in the practice, the decision means now that a nationwide precedent has been set. Here's a quote. Public school students in the mid-Atlantic states covered by the Fourth Circuit, that's Virginia and the surrounding uh, East Coast states, as well as states governed by the Seventh Circuit, that's Indiana, the 11th Circuit, I think that's up in Michigan, can now rule and use bathrooms that correspond to their gender identity, end quote, and not their actual gender by birth. Graham, who has long since graduated, said the following, quote, I am so glad that my years long fight to have my school see me for who I am, not, is over." End quote, and that's the news, our thanks to LifeSite News for that report. Here's a a confused young woman, God bless her. Um, And is she really a man inside? Now maybe she has biological confusion after injecting herself with testosterone. I think now she's growing a beard but she will never be a man in God's eyes because God created her to be a woman. So is that a man inside of her or is it a demonic spirit that is inside of her that she is now cooperating with through the spirit of lying? Jesus said this in Matthew 18, and shame on the Supreme Court for doing this. Whoever so shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it'd be better for him if a millstone were hanging around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we don't wanna offend normal kids who wanna to go to high school without having to be exposed to opposite gender genitalia in the, in the school locker room. God, protect our kids, protect the Christian kids whose privacy and safety are now being violated, especially vulnerable young ladies. Give us this victory now in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break, when we come back, Laura Beth Perry has the best interview I've done in a year.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more
3: PIJN News.
1: Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover. and It says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you'll see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866 God. Get yours today.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chapp's ministry here in his program. And you can do that by using going to mypillow.com using the promo code PrayNews, and you're going to save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a, mo- a lot of that money is going to go back to support Dr. Chaps and this programming. And it's uh, I just can't tell you enough to give people to Jesus is so important and to have ministries like this is, is that it's just absolutely amazing. Thanks to your support, you've helped make my pillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years you've helped my pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
2: When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning.
3: That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist, here is
1: Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next guest was born a woman, transitioned, so to speak, to be a man for a decade of her life as a transgender person, and then found Jesus and came back to being the woman that God created her to be. Laura Beth Perry has written an important book, transgender to transformed.com is the website. You can find the book, Transgender to Transformed. Laura Beth, thank you for coming on the program. How are you today?
2: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me.
1: So boy, I'm glad to meet you because there's so much in the news about the new transgender agenda. Let's let's just call it a, it's a yeah. political agenda. Um, and you've lived through some of the indoctrination, but then you came to Christ. Where did this all begin?
2: You know, the lies begin early in childhood. I it, there's a lot of things I could point to. I had a very difficult relationship with my mom, and but once I believed this lie that mom didn't love me, um, then like everything in life got put through that filter, and every little thing the devil would just reinforce. See, she doesn't love you, and I really could completely rejected the femininity um, altogether by the time I was in high school, um, but. I was deep into sexual sin, I was deep in porn and the more I would watch pornography the more I'd fantasize and I just, I kept thinking about being a man and I was um, just giving away everything guys wanted, you know, but they were treating me like trash and I kept thinking it's because being a woman is not good, I have no value as a woman and so as I, when I was about 25, I decided I had to become a man. I'd thought about it all my life. I'd never even heard the word because we, we forget how much the culture has changed. Back then, I hadn't even heard the word transgender, but when I looked it up in Google and I found thousands of other people that felt like I did, and I found a support group in my local town. I was living in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the time, and so I show up at the first support group meeting and they're like, oh, you're definitely transgender. And so I started down that road. I was completely convinced I was born that way, that it was who I was. And um, I I started to to take the hormones and I made all the legal changes. How old were you when that happened? I was 25 when I started.
1: So when you begin taking hormones, I I assume they're like testosterone, male hormones, what did it do to your body?
2: You know it did a number of things it, it um it it even makes your appearance a little bit different the you lose some of the fat on the the hips and your my jawline begin to get square uh started growing facial hair my voice was a lot lower at the time um you know start growing facial hair all these things and and you start thinking it's real you know i was like yes this is going to be possible but uh in 2009 i went to um have my first surgery i had a double mastectomy and with a chest reconstruction to make it look like a male chest. And I remember being devastated after that because I liked the physical results, but I realized that it hadn't made me a man. And it was confusing because it made me legally male, but it didn't fix the problem. And so then I thought, well, maybe another year of hormones. Like I, I didn't understand the science of it. I thought one day it will make me a man. But that still wasn't working, and so in 2012, I had all the female organs removed. I thought that was the problem, and that still didn't
1: fix it. Well, a hysterectomy.
2: Yeah, and an and, and oophorectomy, so they took everything, you know, and it was like that still didn't fix the problem. I knew I was still living a lie, and I couldn't figure out what, and so I started looking into the final uh, genital reassignment surgery, and I was devastated when I started looking at how fake these surgeries were. And I knew I was never going to be a man. And I, I couldn't afford it anyway. No one had told me that it was going to cost me $100,000. No, so I was stuck somewhere in between. And there was so much pain every time I thought about being a female. I couldn't even conceive of that. But the Lord had been pursuing me. And just ever so, like every once in a while, just drawing me to himself, revealing who he was, revealing his heart and his character to me. And my mom that I had rejected and been so angry and bitter at all my life, she'd asked me to make a website for her Bible study. And I was just doing it for the money. But I, I began to uh, summarize the lessons for her Bible study for the website. And as I did, God just began to really reveal himself to me. And he drew me to himself. And um, I gave my, my life to him, but I thought I was going to be a man of God. But he began to transform me and he began to convict me and he finally one day um, he asked me he said if you stood before me tonight what name would i call and i was like god that's not fair i, I know this was wrong i'm sorry i've repented of this but i don't know how to fix it and he said um let me tell you who you are and that's what began to free me and so over the next few months i, I didn't know what to do about it i really begged my the lord to take my life but instead he asked, um, I had a clear vision of him getting down on one knee. He reached his hand in this pit that I was in, and he said, do you trust me? And he asked me to just to walk away from it all. So he has done all of this. He has transformed me as he's peeled away the layers, and he's healed the wounds. And I, I've forgiven my mother and reconciled with her. And as he has brought this healing, it has transformed me from the inside
1: out. Jesus did this. As, absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. So for almost a decade of your life, you were identifying as a man and since Jesus came into your life in a powerful way just just five years ago now you're identifying as a woman
2: yeah yeah and for the first time in my life I like it, it's not just an act you know when I first came out I really was like I'm gonna wear the female clothes for Jesus I was just doing it out of obedience but as he's transformed me I love being a woman I've become so feminine and I really I'm just so thankful for what Jesus has done
1: yeah. You know, anatomy aside, right? I I see such beauty behind your eyes because Jesus is in there and he is shining through. The Holy Spirit is in you and and you're glowing and and your message just flows. Uh, You found happiness.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's somebody out there who's, gender confused right or or maybe you're a relative of somebody who knows would you talk to them and maybe pray with them
2: yeah absolutely if there's anybody out there um, who's struggling with this or you have a family member that does I can promise you this this was the hardest thing I've ever done I thought I was gonna die I didn't see any way that I could live as female but as I trusted the Lord and I walked away by faith he began to heal all of this and he began to transform me so it was all by faith so I want you I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus without any reservations, you know, um, and he will transform you. So, Heavenly Father, we do just pray for anyone listening. We pray that you would draw them unto yourself, just like you did me, that you would reveal to them who you are. Because, Lord, it is you who transforms lives. It is you who heals. And we just ask that you would um, just bring them to that place of humility and that place of trust in you, that you will change them. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen and amen. Our guest has been Laura Beth Perry. Isn't that amazing? The book is transgender dot transformedcom if you want the website. You can find that book and and you can read the story. Maybe you can get it for a friend or or someone you love who needs transgender to transformed Let's take a short break and we'll be right back.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN
3: News.
1: How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now not just a book, but a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17 part Bible study series for just $99 and if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today
0: defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: The Restored Hope Network is a ministry that brings hope to people who are in the ex-gay lifestyle. In other words, they found their identity in Christ and they've been restored and their hope has been restored to become everything Jesus made them to be. One of the leaders is Stephen H. Black, who has written an important book uh, freedom realized. I want to welcome Stephen Black to the program. How are you, sir? Thank you. It's so good to be with you again. So, so many details here, but I want to get your website right up front. It's firststone.org, because uh, Jesus said, whoever is without sin, let him cast the first stone.
4: That's correct. That is the that is the gospel passage that we get our, our ministry name.
1: So, in other words, we're not to judge or condemn people who are caught in the act of adultery, like Jesus caught the woman, uh, or, or even people in the LGBT movement, and, and you're ex-gay, you're, you're an adult man who loves Jesus.
4: Absolutely. Tell us
1: how your story began.
4: Well, uh, almost 40 years ago, I had a uh, very difficult situation with my brother dying on Mother's Day. propelled me into thinking about eternity, heaven, and hell and a year and a half of crying out to the Lord. Uh, We cry out to the Lord and he heard me, delivered me out of a horrible pit. And um, I was with a, a group of people that were in love with Jesus and they were talking about Jesus in ways I had never heard and it was in a home. And all of a sudden this presence came over me. I didn't know what it was. And I heard this voice in my mind that said, if you do not accept me tonight, you're going to die and that was in 1983. How old were you? I was 22 years old uh, 22 years uh, and at that time I'd been crying out for a year and a half but it wasn't until that night that I really fully surrendered when he spoke to me and what happened was later on that night uh, this girl asked me after they prayed with me and I surrendered my life to Christ I said so does this mean you're not going to be gay anymore and I prayed over this big huge family table bible from the vatican and i i I didn't know where to turn and i literally flipped open this book this thick and when i did this it flipped open to leviticus 18 and my parents pastor priest had said wink wink all the more reason to come to mass he was trying to seduce me and tell me it was okay to be gay. But when I, when I flipped that open, it went to Leviticus 18, verse 22, which says a man shall not lie with another man as he does with a woman. It's an abomination. And I looked at that word and I thought abomination, that must be something God doesn't really like. I didn't even know what that word meant and then you know I I saw that in in the couple of chapters over in chapter 20 that I should be put to death I wasn't real happy that night but I got down on my knees and I said Jesus I I don't know how to change but if you'll change me I'm following you fully and I'm so grateful that I was part of a church that started really embracing everything that God had for them and uh, over the next year I received a lot of help Counseling, inner healing, deliverance, and really uh, surrendered my life to Jesus and put everything uh, behind me in that homosexual life. And it really was transformative because I was a homosexual sex addict and everything stopped that night. Now, I had a lot of internal problems. So from the time of age 14 to 22, you were a
1: practicing homosexual teenager.
4: Oh, yeah. And in the community of Oklahoma City, of the rich and powerful men, I was kind of a boy toy, as ugly as that is. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was terrible. And uh, Jesus delivered me out of that. But in 1983, when he spoke to me, you will die, was when we heard about a thing called GRID, Gay Related Immune Deficiency is what it was called. You can Google it. And And half the people... They now now call it AIDS. That's right. Half the people that I knew, in the gay lifestyle when I met my wife three three years later and we got married, those people were all dead. More than half the people. And so he spared my life for such a time as this. Wow. i you know, for almost forty years into this walking with him. And it is to proclaim the the there really can be freedom realized in Jesus Christ. So as wait Lord. a minute,
1: after eight years of, of openly practicing homosexuality and, and sometimes being abused by other men You gave your life to Christ, you came out of that lifestyle, and you got married, and now you've been clean for 39 years? That's correct,
4: yeah. And uh, three adult children and three grandchildren. Wow! Wow. There is life after deliverance. Oh, absolutely. And a much happier life. Uh, It's filled with peace and walking with God, walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, and ministering and serving people. Um, you know doesn't necessarily pay great but it is one of the most amazing things that has ever happened.
1: There was a few years ago some some criticism levied toward the ex-gay movement because one of the one of the uh, organizers of a particular organization we don't have to say who it was was fake right? right and you helped expose that and you're The Restored Hope Network is now the real deal. Uh, What can people find there?
4: Yeah, well, so uh, there was never um, a, a stopping of ministry. There was lots of ministries underneath the Exodus umbrella. And so those ministries that continue to do work and have been doing work, some of them for decades continued on and that's what first stone was one of those ministries and the restored hope network has a lot of these ministries like that that continue to do the pastoral care the hard work the support group ministry that is so necessary
1: and and the ex-gay movement is alive and well because of jesus that's right can you give us again the title of your book hold it up there so we can uh, find it and people can understand what where to find it
4: yeah, Freedom Realized, and there is a website, freedomrealized.org, and uh, and or firststone.org.
1: Firststone.org to get the book Freedom Realized. Maybe you need this, or maybe someone that you love needs to come out of that lifestyle. There is
4: hope in Jesus Christ. Stephen, I'll give you the last word. Would you lead our audience in a prayer? Sure, I would love to. So, Father, we thank you that through the name of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus Christ, We can approach your throne and ask, God, in Jesus' name, that you would give people hope uh, from your word. Like you sent your word to me to heal me and to deliver me from my destruction. I pray anyone listening, Father, in Jesus' name, draw them to continue that place of absolute surrender to you for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. If you prayed
4: with Stephen right now,
1: I want you to pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. And that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. If it's after hours, leave a message. Someone will call you back and pray with you when you call us. Again, uh, Stephen's book is Freedom Realized. Get it at firststone.org. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Again, prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit. We'll see you next time. Today I wanna invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today.